Welcome to the Women's Exclusive, a podcast where you will find the resources and fresh perspectives to take action and empower yourself to build a life you love in business and in motherhood. I am Laura Lee. And I am Gabriella. We are two mompreneurs who love creating, scaling, and building our business while tackling the joys and craziness of motherhood. Join us in this journey in the Women's Exclusive. We want to take a moment and thank the Divas That Care Network for hosting us. We are grateful to be surrounded by strong business women creating meaningful impact in the world. You have no idea how excited I am that this is episode two of the Women's Exclusive Podcast. I am Gabriella. And I am Laura Lee. We are so excited to be talking to you about self-care today. If you're tuning in and it's May of 2020, then you know that we are in the middle of a global pandemic and we are all isolated in our homes, trying desperately not to binge eat all of our isolation snacks or more murder our husbands and children. I'm so kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a time right now, right? It's, it's, um, it's difficult for everybody. Most of the population is at home and they're not used to having their kids there all the time and their husbands or, um, you know, my family dynamics are a little bit different. I live with a lady and, you know, we're not used to being in the house 24 seven together, um, with Lyndon too. And so it is a time Mm -hmm. like it, you know, it's a time in history that I don't think many people can say that they've lived through. No, no, that's for sure. I mean, this is like, it's weird times right now. That's for sure. But if you are um, listening to this after the pandemic, then you know already that life is still just as crazy as it probably was before. Trying to get back into our routine of things and just to get back to where we are, it's like, how are you supposed to manage self-care at either times, you know? Yeah. 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 We've definitely, we're calling this episode apocalyptic self-care, but the self-care tips that we're about to share, they go forward. Um, they are for no matter what time of year you're living in, it's for always, it doesn't matter if you're in a pandemic or not. So, um, we yeah. want to make sure we say that, <laughs> so <laughs> let you know. Yes. And let me tell you, we got you. So I'm a mom, I'm a photographer working from home. I have my two boys running around. My youngest is always trying to get at me to breastfeed constantly. So I definitely know what you guys are all going through. And Laura Lee, you know exactly what everybody's going through with you. So we just wanted to let you know that you're not alone. Everybody in the world is feeling this way too. Yeah. And I think now too, like the time frame of where we, we are at in recording this episode, I'm seeing in my newsfeed on social media a lot, cabin fever. So, yeah. <laughs> so I think a lot of people are getting to that place. And I think the messages on TV out there is stay home. Like I saw one yesterday that says, uh, don't go explore BC right now. BC will be available to you after the pandemic. So people are getting itchy to get out. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's some mixed messages as well on going out and not going out, going exploring, don't go explore. Um, and I think it's so important that with the social distancing, you still go explore. Um, somewhat. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, so I think that cabin fever is setting in. And I think a lot more people are looking for what they can do right now to like get that space or to get that mind um, 
back right balance yeah, yeah. and yeah. and feel good again or a little bit good again <laughs> yeah. exactly exactly yeah so that's something that we wanted to talk to you all about is what are some tips that you can do to practice self-care at home and again what Laura Lee said this can be done while you're while you're stuck in isolation or even after when things start to go back to normal it is so important to have self-care for yourself you know that saying um if you can't take care of yourself how are you going to take care of your friend or of your family or your business um it is so important so here are some tips with some for self-care yeah so let's start with um sleep Mm -hmm. And if you're an entrepreneur or if you're a mom, either one, you're probably not getting a ton of sleep. And for entrepreneurs, uh, there's a lot of messaging out there that hustle, 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 like just do it and get it done. Like don't stop, don't sleep. And people praise themselves for, I, I went to bed at two o'clock in the morning and got up at four mm -hmm. and I'm working again and I'm going to outwork you. And for me, that is not in alignment. Um, for me, I need to sleep. I need seven, eight hours of sleep and I like seven or eight hours of sleep. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's right. I mean, even research shows that consistently getting seven to eight hours of sleep per night is beneficial for adults. Like it, there is a decreased risk of adverse health conditions. You manage your hunger levels, you maintain your immune system and you retain your memory. So getting those hours in is so important to even building and continuing on with your business and even if you have a family to really like make sure that you're taking care of them properly yeah oh yeah 100% and you know kids need their sleep too and and we need to work around that sometimes as moms um, now I have a question for you Gabriella how many hours of sleep do you get because I know and I want to touch on this because not everybody's sleep schedule is going to look the same yes. and um, I know when you're creative because I wake up to a lot of messages. So how many hours of sleep do you get? How many do you prefer? Would you like to have? And just talk about your sleep schedule. I'm sorry I'm springing this on you, but I think no. it's important that yeah. people see that there's different ways. You don't have to fit in one box. Yeah, no, exactly. So for me, it's um, I like to get nine to 10 hours of sleep. However, it's very, um, it's cut. It's not a full nine to 10 hours because a lot of the, I have my son, my youngest, who we all still co-sleep co together between me and my um, oldest and my youngest. And sorry, my husband is in his own room. <laughs> Until the kids are a little older then I can, he can come back. But for now, the two kids sleep with me. So, you know, my youngest still likes to breastfeed. He's two. Um, we're trying, I'm, going to try to wean him off but for now that cuts up a lot of my sleep so I do wake up a lot and I know that even though I'm sleeping nine to ten hours I'm not sleeping that well and then especially when I have like ideas in my mind and it's like it like just comes like a switch that it's like okay I gotta think about it and I, I can't stop thinking and a lot of it is, is at night but at, that's also because that's the time when my life is calm you know the kids are asleep i can actually think and that's when all these ideas come and then that's when i'm texting you laura lee at three in the morning with all these ideas and i'm like oh my god we gotta do this do this, do this and then you wake up and you're like woman did you sleep last night no 
<laughs> so, um, <laughs> you know, like it's so important. I mean, there's nothing wrong with like having those creative moments and working through your little, your sleep here and there. Um, but it's so important that you make sure you get at least seven to eight hours of sleep and not binge work like that because it actually affects your mental state so bad. And I know for a fact it does because when I am staying up really late, really, really late and I actually don't sleep, I can't function in the morning as well. And I'm, I'm a little bit more hot tempered and get frustrated easily. And that's not fair for the kids or for my work or anything like that. So then that's when mistakes are made too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I do, I'm kind of all over the place and you kind of know this about me is I don't, I go with the flow. And so there's days where I will go to bed at eight o'clock with my son mm-hmm. and I will get up at five or six o'clock in the morning because, and I don't set alarms. I try not to, I do have an alarm and it goes off and I turn it off and I either get up or I go back to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I take each day how I feel I need. And it's taken me a long time to get to this place where I'm comfortable with this. I'm comfortable with, okay, today I need some more sleep. I literally slept until 8.45 this morning. Um, And I'm okay with that because I usually don't get up and start really working uh, too much on a lot unless I have a deadline to meet for a client or I have something I need to do or I have a meeting. Um, But I don't start my day until a little bit later because that's my time with my son in the morning. We wake up, we do stuff, we play, we tickle each other, we have like tickle fights and stuff like that. But I'm... I just wanted to really put that out there that whatever your sleep patterns are, maybe it is six hours of sleep, seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever it is, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And you don't feel bad about that. And I think a lot of people have these shames around their sleep schedule. Like I or if it, or if they nap, like if you need to nap in the middle of the day, nap. Mm-hmm. Take a nap with your kids or by yourself if you can. So especially if you're a mom. Especially if you're yeah. a mom. It is so true when they say sleep when your kid's sleeping, definitely do it. I know like you're thinking about chores and all that kind of stuff. And I've been there too. And it's like, oh, the chores will be there. Like you need the sleep. That's so important for you. Yeah. So yeah. 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 All right. Mm. Number two. Number two is read. So remember the time when you were like, oh, I wish I could read a book. Well, now is the time. There's nothing wrong with listening to a podcast, definitely listen to ours, or listen to an audiobook, but there's something about reading a book that makes all the difference. Um, For instance, for me, reading a physical book actually helps sharpen your mind, concentrating on the work and storyline. You're actually helping your brain with learning how to properly focus, concentrate, um, and it also helps with memory retention and enhances your imagination. And if you're a, ph- a photographer or a business owner, um, all that stuff really, really helps with your business and speaking too. Yeah. It, reading is so important. And I've grown up not as a reader. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is something that a lot of people find, but I have such a crazy uh, mind that's always running and always being creative that I've always found it very, very hard to read and to sit and focus. And in the last year, I've read more books than I've ever read in my life. Like even in high high school, I used to watch the movie Mm -hmm. or cheat (laughs) 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 to to avoid reading, hated reading. 
um, it hurt me to read, but now I love reading and I'll wake up before my, my son some days. Again, not all the time do I do this, but I do my best um, to do it because I enjoy it. And I have some of my books up behind me if you're looking at the video. Um, and I dive into more of the spiritual books than anything and or the business building books. I love starting my day with knowledge and growth and learning. And it just sets my path just like incredible um, journey for that day. And magical things do happen. And I am, as you guys listen and and grow with us on this podcast, I am a very woo-woo person. Um, <laughs> and so most of what I read is that woo-woo type stuff. And I just get lost in it. And I love reading now and developing my mind. And it's just incredible um, to do that. And we are going to be having a free download um, with this podcast which we will have some suggestions on books you can, you can read. So we'll maybe do a suggestion for a woo-woo book, a business development book, and a mom book. Yeah, fun. Yeah. Yep. And if you have any of your favorite books um, that you like to read, drop it in the comments or in the um, tag us in on social media at the women's exclusive instagram and let us know what you're reading because for me i like i've read a lot my entire life up until maybe high school after that i just like completely stopped reading and i miss it i miss everything about reading i have a book that i haven't even opened that i'm dying to read is just trying to find the time to do it and i know you could be like well just get the audiobook but it's not the same for me it's not the same it's flipping through the pages, getting lost in the words. It's, that's what I'm working on trying to, to do a little bit more self-care for me would be to read an extra book. I, I want to add something that just kind of popped into my mind as, as far as reading goes. For a long time, I felt like reading, there was rules. Mm -hmm. You needed to read a book, open it and read it word for word, page by page, front to back. And Somewhere along the way, I got into my head that I was not a good reader and I was a failure if I wasn't doing that, if I wasn't following that book. And now I pick up a book, um, if I've already read it or I'll, I'll skip through and if I don't feel called to read that book, like at any given time, I will have five or six books on the go because each day I go with flow. What do I feel like reading today? And I may not actually finish that book in a set amount of time, I might, I'll go with flow. So one book took me like a year to read and that's okay because I was interested in it, but I wasn't feeling it as much as something else. Mm -hmm. And so again, I think releasing those, if anyone else feels like this and please let us know if you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you've felt like that, I would love to know if I'm not the only one in the world that feels pressure to read a book a certain way. Um, and please share that with us. But if you do feel like that, try to let go of that pressure. Mm -hmm. Read how you feel called to read. That's right. So number three on our list is play. Play with your children or um, <laughs> with your family. Like had a dirty one, word in my mind, but <laughs> you know, like play with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
we are a woman's podcast, so that <laughs> definitely goes goes hand in hand. But um, <laughs> get outside and play. Go and have fun. Like, put down your close your laptop. Put down your phone. You know, maybe you want to take it because you want to capture awesome moments. But put your stuff down and go and play mm-hmm. and go and have fun. And I have a a coach that has helped me on my journey. And he actually told me to think about what I loved doing as a child. Um, and to do that with my son. And so part, part for me, part of play is like actually just checking out and singing. Cause that's what I did as a child all the time is I just locked myself up in my room and I sang for hours and I drove my parents crazy. So <laughs> as an adult, it feels a little bit weird to do that, but I still do that. Like maybe that's while I'm doing dishes or whatever, but to me, that's a release. That is self-care. Um, and I dance with my son. I pick him up and I dance with him in the kitchen or I dance with him in my room. Um, but we go outside and we pull bubbles and I literally will stand there for an hour blowing bubbles and I get so much out of it. He gets tons out of it. I get tons out of it. So, you know, and I know you do a ton of stuff with your kids, Gabriella. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Um, the last, like now that it's getting warmer the last few nights, um, my husband uh, and I, we went all frog frog hunting. <laughs> we spent all night looking for frogs and it was honestly the funnest time that we all had together as a family. And um, it is definitely important to have some kind of play in your life, whatever that is, something that in, that you enjoy doing and that allows you to not think about anything else at all, but what you're doing in that moment. So definitely some kind of play is really, really important. And it doesn't have to be with kids. It could be with, um, with a spouse, with just by yourself or anything that brings you joy. Yeah. And again, like tap into what you did as a kid, because, um, I think that's a really sound advice that I was given because we lose ourselves as we grow and you're probably going to feel a little bit weird being like, well, I'm not a kid anymore but that's okay. Like do what sets your soul on fire, do what makes you happy. And chances are like, if you loved Pokemon as a kid, you're probably still going to be a little bit interested in it. You can keep it as your, you know, dirty secret, (laughs) like keep it as your private thing that you love to do your guilty pleasure, but do what makes you happy and do something fun for yourself. Maybe it's pretending to do spa stuff you know like anything that you did when you were a kid you can absolutely transform into something you enjoy doing as an adult definitely so the other one is uh set yourself some achievable goals so it's so easy to get dragged into a slump feel depressed unmotivated when you don't have anything to look forward to especially when there's no deadline for anything the world we currently live in is unknown. We don't have, don't know how long we'll be isolated and what the future is going to look like, but it's important. So 
either create a schedule for yourself and your family, especially if you have kids. They need that consistency and routine, and it's important for mental well-being to maintain a sense of normality in our lives. So sit down around the table with your family, or if it's just you, and come up with goals on what you want to achieve, whether that could be organizing a garage, start exercising, schedule your social media posts, whatever it is, um, starting up those goals is important. And I know, Laura, yeah. you definitely are a big believer of goals too. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And I, I wanna highlight here, like you said, achievable goals, mm -hmm. um, but don't be afraid to like, dream goals too. Uh, literally someone yesterday asked me, what is your goal for, like, do you dream is what they asked me. And I said, do you mean, do I dream while I'm sleeping or do I have goals that are dreams? And he's like, goals that are dreams. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I have massive <laughs> goals that are my dreams. And he's like, okay, what, what's your 10 year? And I said, oh, okay long-term and it that was a hard question for me because it's I have so many and I don't necessarily put time frames on all of my my goals and I personally find that I won't achieve them if I have time frames on them mm -hmm. um, I don't know why but that's what I find mm -hmm. so achievable goals that are small like some of these realistic um, routines and, and goals for your family, like you said, organize your garage, that's a achievable, a goal that you can work on during the pandemic, but also go big and dream big as well. I think that's part of self-care too, is what are your big goals? And especially now with, with this happening in the world, a lot of people I think are like, well, what's going to happen now? Mm -hmm. um, do I go back to my regular job or maybe my business is shutting down? Uh, so what now? And you might need to learn how to dream a little bit different or set different goals so that you can achieve and keep moving forward in your life. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah, no, definitely. And I do agree as well. Having those big dream um, goals is so, so important. And then having the little achievable goals so you can continue on to achieve that big dream goal. Definitely. And I do agree too. Don't even put a timeline on the dream goal because just think that you are actually going to do it. It is going to happen. So yeah, I really like this as an example, you and I have discussed over the last year of getting published. Yes. And here's a really good example of setting limits on a goal. Mm -hmm. um, my thoughts on being published was me coming to Ed Edmonton or you coming here to BC and us doing this phenomenal shoot together and we get published mm -hmm. um, as you the photographer and me the makeup artist mm -hmm. and that's how my dream looked and my goal looked yeah. and I didn't have a timeline on it because we're so far apart and and things need to align for us to do a shoot mm -hmm. but now we're both you've been published mm -hmm. and we're both being published in a completely different way in a magazine Yes. Um, and then today I had another magazine reach out to me. And so that is a huge, um, like lesson even for me on putting timelines on goals or boundaries and limitations on goals, because you never know how something is going to, um, manifest itself. If you, if you want to use that word or come to fruition. Um, so 
being open-minded and even me who's so like goal setting and I have dream boards, which we're going to get into in other podcasts and all these things. And I write things down in my books. Um, even me, I still put limitations, even though I try not to. And, and, um, but again, to touch on what you were saying is having those tangible and dated ones are so, so, so important too. Um, because the little steps you take today, even if they're like crazy small and you think they don't make a difference, they are actually the steps that make the biggest difference in your life to move forward. For sure. So let's move on to the next one. And I think it really goes well with routine and goals. Um, it's learning. And I personally, I love learning. I, um, you know, I hate admitting this sometimes, but you know, people ask me all the time, like, what do you like to do for fun? And part of my self-care is learning and growing my mindset. Like I can't get enough of it. I have ebbs and flows. I have times where I don't learn. And then I have times where I like dive in so deep, like that's all I do, but then I put it into action. Um, so I think that learning just helps you create such an empire for your life, whether that's personal or business. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I truly believe that learning is so important too, uh, especially for your business, because you always want to start um, discovering new things, new strategies, new techniques to build up your business, but it's not just for the business. And like you were saying, it's for your own personal growth. Um, just for me as a quick example is when we first met, the first thing you told me to do is do stories, start talking. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, thank you. I don't know how to do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but I did find the value in it. And the more I started practicing and learning more about how to do it and seeing myself learning how to grow myself as a person, as an entrepreneur, I started to really want to do more of all that of the stories of the videos and that is actually part of self-care because it's your own personal development and that is so important to self-care yeah that's huge um and i i want to give you kudos for all of that because like you have taken that and ran with it and it's something that you know i i tell you i've told you to do lots of lots for your business and now you're doing it and that's amazing and now I need to pull up my socks <laughs> and start doing it too um because I've been so into the um behind the scenes growth of business now I need to get in the forefront yeah. of business um on everything again and so I was there and then I kind of like came into hiding to grow and now I need to get back out there and you're right it is a part of self-care it's also going to teach your kids something too. Like it's not just for you and your business, but it's also for your kids because they're going to see you using self-care in a way that you grow yourself personally and business-wise, your family. And you can explain this to your kids too. Like if they're asking you like, mom, why are you always on your phone? Or why are you always uploading to Instagram stories and things like that? Then you can say like, you know, I'm showing people that we're having fun and I'm, I'm growing and, and sh setting an example in the world, right? Um, learning for me isn't just that it, like so much of my learning has come from personal growth as well and um, spiritual growth. 
So learning does not need to be, and I think a lot of people think like, oh, like learning is, is, you know, that kind of thing. But I have done some serious deep diving into learning about myself. And so that's also part of learning is learn about you and who you are. I um, am part of a group where I've learned about um, personalities and yeah, Gabriella, you are kind of starting to want to dig into this a little bit. Um, but like learning my personality has been such a game changer for me in my life and understanding how I work and like sitting there and being like, I don't do that. And then realizing, oh, yes, I do. <laughs> I was like, a funny thing, I was um, taking one of those like tests about personalities and stuff like that. And I'm like reading it out loud um, with these questions, whatever it says. And then my, uh, my husband would answer it for me. And I'm like, um, I think it's this. He's like, no, you're definitely this. And I was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> hard to really like okay what is it what I think it is but then like when I'm really really thinking about what my personality is I'm like okay holy crap you know me really well <laughs> so yeah and that's the thing about like those types of tests is they are very perspective based and yeah. so that is a part like perspective is even a part of learning like you have to widen your perspective to understand uh, yourself even and mm -hmm. you have to have open eyes like you can't just be like closed off and and you can be and hopefully you're open enough to grow and understand and learn mm -hmm. i mean i used to think like just just touching on these personality the personality aspect i used to think i was an extrovert because i liked to go out and i liked attention and i do like attention but that doesn't mean i'm an extrovert like i want to hide out if i go back to again what i was like when i was a kid my dad called me a hermit <laughs> and <laughs> there's there's a reason for that right because i like to be alone i like to get lost in my thoughts i like i'm a dreamer i'm totally like in my head all the time um dreaming and like in la la land so you know like that's learning is that too like who are you as a person what do you enjoy what do you not enjoy what do you want are you happy in your life that's all learning so i would love to know like do you learn what do you learn have and have you for our listeners like have you dug into who you are as a person and learned who you are um are you learning that or or are you more of like the learning that does business learning like where are you in your journey if if at all and are you going to dive in so the next one is pampering uh so that'll be um like face masks taking a bath getting your nails done really anything that boosts your self-esteem a little bit more makes you look pretty and absolutely you know I myself, I don't know if you've experienced this in your life, but I've always been someone to, you know, take the time to put on my makeup. Mm -hmm. Even before I was a makeup artist, I would take the time to do that. I would do my hair. I would put on nice clothes. And that often came from the fact that I am um, trained in singing. And my teacher actually told me all the time to show up. 
Um, and so don't show up and sing with teared jeans, ripped jeans. Now that's the rage and, and they can look nice. But um, back then it wasn't, you know, if you're singing an opera song, like wear a dress, like fit the part, look the part. Um, and so that's how I've really always done my life. And I think with the pampering part too, is I also, um, I will actually tell myself that I look good. I will look myself in the face in a mirror and I will say, I really like how my eyes look today, or I look really beautiful today. And there's no shame in that. And there's so many people in the world that shame people for saying that kind of thing. Cause it's vanity and it's not, it lifts your spirits. It lifts your energy. It helps you stand up straight, shoulders back, so you have confidence. Doing your nails is the exact same thing. Put it on, putting on a sexy pair of shoes or your favorite pair of matching brawn underwear or your favorite shirt, it doesn't matter. A nice watch, carrying a nice purse, like it doesn't matter what it is, but it all goes together and it helps you feel phenomenal. And I am a huge, um, advocate for doing these types of practices um and it's not about being vain it's about taking care of yourself mm -hmm. and showing up in the world how you want to and if you are someone that's done that and you've ever heard that you are being vain or you've ever heard that it's wrong to do that or maybe you don't do it because you feel awkward doing it um just work on that work on not feeling that way because your life can dramatically change when you take care of yourself this way. Yeah, exactly. And that's something that we actually uh, talk a lot about with our clients with uh, Gabriella Cruz photography is like how to learn to embrace who you are, tell yourself those positive thoughts, um, positive affirmations. Um, because when you learn to build confidence in yourself, you can like, move forward so much in your life and sometimes even as exactly you said as little as getting your nails done gives you so much um or sorry such a boost in confidence that like for me for me it's like my nails or my hair if i get those done i feel like whew, like one of those like swinging my hair is back and forth and i'm like yes yes i can do this you know let's achieve those goals let's move forward in life i'm gonna kill it and it's so important to still have that feeling because if you're so down and out and you don't have that, that want to build, to have the confidence, you're not going to be motivated to continue on. And it's going to be a rut that'll be really hard to get out of. So even if you're just either still stuck in this situation, um, do yourself up again. Pretend as if you're going out with the girls or um, you're going to work, get your hair, like do your own hair, do your own makeup, do your nails and just, just release that. Cause I know that there, it's a feeling of release when you get yourself done up. Yeah. You know, there, there's also like, maybe you don't feel like doing your hair and makeup Maybe you're just not that person, or maybe you don't feel confident doing your hair and makeup anyways, but maybe you have a sexy pair of underwear mm -hmm. and you're just hanging out at home. That even, like, even if you're the only person that sees it, knows it's on, that can even change how you stand. Mm -hmm. So underneath your PJs, put on your sexy pair of underwear, <laughs> put your <laughs> boobs up in your bra, like, <laughs> get, yeah. you know, even that 
can change so much in how you feel. And then the next step might be, okay, today I'm going to put on a red lipstick. You know, you don't even need a full face. Maybe you just want to rock a red lipstick and even in the house. So like, that's so important. Actually, in my opinion, this one is probably the most important of all of the self-care tips mm -hmm. that we're talking about today. Awesome. And we have a quote in our 180 quotes, um, which one day we will speak more about, but I just want to read it because it goes right align in line with this. Um, if you are presenting yourself with confidence, you can pull off pretty much anything, Katy Perry. And I just wanted to share that quickly. No, it, and it's so, so, so true. Like what you just said right now, it's like, that, that's exactly it. So our next one, and it kind of goes in line with, but we've made it a separate one, is take a shower. And there's so many things within taking a shower and water and baths. I know uh, Gabriella just said, uh, take a bath in the last one, um, but I want to add it into this one as well. This is a huge part of self-care. And when I say this, like if you have kids, like lock the door and, it, and like, or set them up with something. There is no shame. If you're a single parent in setting your kid up, watching a movie so you can go take some time or maybe you need to do it while they're sleeping and that's fine too, but take the time to take a shower or have a bath. And with a bath, use Epsom salts. Energetically, Epsom salts actually cleanse you. And this is something that I just learned and it's something that I don't really practice baths, but I do do showers. And when I'm in the shower, I literally, I sing or I stand in the water and I meditate. And I will either do it in two ways. I will close my eyes and just let the water hit my forehead um, in my third eye area or the top of my head. And something else I do is I cup my hands and I will allow the water to fill up and I'll think of all the bad things that are bothering me right now. And I'll imagine that those things are in that water and then I'll release it and let it go down the drain. And then I do the same thing where I fill up my the mic cut my hands and I think of the positive things and I'll actually throw that water on me um, even more or I'll think about that water is energized and it's bringing um, positive things to me so um, that also is part of self-care to me and a huge thing that I do um, it's it's massive um, for just releasing and you can think about the water just taking away the bad and re-energizing with good. Um, so I don't know, do you do anything like that? Or do you just like check out in the shower or are you just like in and out, just get it done? No, I do. Um, I do check out in the shower. I feel like I take long <laughs> showers, but for me, I feel it. I don't really think about the whole um, meditating or anything like that, but I feel like that's when I can actually think properly uh, without the distractions. Um, you know, creatively, I think about my, um, what I'm gonna do in business or things that I wanna do, um, my goals, my dreams. I visualize, that's, that's a word, I want, I, that's where I visualize a lot of my goals that I want is when I'm in the shower. And, um, and yeah, no, it, it's very, it's, it's relaxing and it's very spiritual i would say i guess but yeah no i really enjoy it 
that's when all the ideas flood and you can't write it down. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's the worst part. <laughs> exactly. That all my ideas, even like my mental conversations where I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to talk about on my story. And I practice it in my head and I get out of the shower, whip my phone out to start recording it or whatever. And it's like, oh crap, <laughs> what was it? So yeah. I seriously need like a, a video, not a video recorder in the shower, not that, a recorder, <laughs> audio recorder <laughs> in the shower. So I can just like verbally talk it out and record it. So I remember what it is that I've said. Yeah. Yeah. So let us know, do you do any practices like that around water? And um, what are your feelings about that? Or are you just like, get in, get out. I don't have time. <laughs> let us know. And if you are that type of person, are you willing to try to take an extra two minutes to just like clear your mind? And um, a lot of people might not know this. So I just want to add this in quickly. It came to me while we were kind of speaking there. As you said, like I might not actually meditate. Um, a lot of people I think maybe don't know. Um, like if you're driving mm -hmm. and I think most people can relate to this, um, a drive that you do regularly all the time and you don't actually remember going from point A to point B, um, and you just arrive because it's something that you just do, that is actually a form of meditation. And so a lot of people meditate a lot more than they think they do, it's just not conscious. And so think about that the next time you're in a shower, like you get in, you wash your hair, da da da, you do your business, whatever you're doing, your routine that's in the shower, that is a form of meditation, you just need to bring a piece of consciousness to it so that you can under like like you're con consciously like I'm going to stand in the shower for a minute and take that break from my kids or take that break from my work and you'll actually find that the flow like just like what we were just talking about the flow just like comes to you so much easier when you're able to release that so I just wanted to point that out because I don't think you thought you were actually meditating, but you are, you were, you are opening yourself up for that flow. Mm -hmm. Um, so last but not least, of course, is stay connected. Uh, I know right now, um, you know, you're missing your family, your friends, um, but they're not gone. They're still there. Um, and just picking up the phone, go, doing FaceTime, having Zoom parties uh, is still a way of, for you to be connected and still be sociable with people in a safe distance as well. Yeah, absolutely. My, right at the beginning of this, my best friend had her birthday. And I was sad because I wasn't going to be here for her birthday because I was in Edmonton, but then I came back early, but then I was sad because I still couldn't go out and do her birthday with her. So I actually planned a surprise birthday party for her on Zoom. Mm -hmm. um, so I had asked her, I said, do you want to do a, um, a wine night on Zoom? And she said, yes. Um, and then I messaged her family and I said, Jess and I are doing this you guys want to surprise her. And that was the funnest thing ever. First and foremost, uh, we just sat and we drank wine for like so long. I think it was 1230 in the morning. We started at eight and we finished at 1230 and we just like drank and we chatted and she was painting while we were doing it. And so she got to spend time with her family 
with her friends. And then she also got to do something that she loved, that she was doing to take care of herself at that time, which for her, her self-care was to paint. So she was able to do everything she wanted to do. And what a great way to celebrate your birthday. Yes, we weren't able to like give her a hug and like go out and do something. But, you know, like for me, it was a great experience. I hope it was a wonderful experience for her as well. And so taking that time to FaceTime with your family and friends and connect that way right now, it's not the same, but it's better than not having communication with people at all. Um, and, and so that we can help flatten the curve. It just, for me, it helps the mindset aspect. I mean, I am an introvert as it is, so I can go a long time without communicating with people, <laughs> but, um, I also still need some interaction. The other thing is for after the pandemic, after this is all over, if you, I wish I would have thought about this sooner. I don't FaceTime with my friends and family and I've spent years feeling alone and isolated when I lived in Edmonton. My like eight years, I felt so alone and isolated and I didn't take advantage of the technology that we have out there. I would maybe call my friend once in a while and that was it. We didn't do a wine and Zoom night. Why? I'm sitting here thinking like, why didn't I do that, right? So afterwards as well, you yeah. can take advantage of what we have in the world these days. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you have like um, older family members like grandparents or great grandparents. And, um, you know, it, it's actually really, really true that even before the pandemic, it's like, I never took the time to really talk or call anybody when I should. And now with this, it's like, well, why didn't I, you know, um, I've, I believe I see, like I've even my talked to my family a little bit more now and I'm hoping that it continues on even after because that connection with especially family members or grandparents or parents is so important. Yeah, exactly. It is. Yeah, my son has started um, calling his grandparents, um, his uh, nana, my dad's, my dad and his his lady. Um, he started calling them on Messenger, Aww. and they just chat. <laughs> so, and I love that because he doesn't get that otherwise, right? So, yeah, it's really really important to stay connected. For sure, for sure. Okay, so that is it. The strategies for self care read stay connected learn sleep play self-care like the normal practices that pampering. people consider pampering yes yeah routine set goals and i think that's all we went over yeah so that is all and i just want to say thank you again for listening to our second episode of the women's exclusive uh, we really 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 want to know what you are doing to practice self-care in this time uh, so please tag us on Instagram at the women's exclusive and the link will be on the show notes and let us know exactly what you're doing. We really want to be connected with you guys and engage with you and our listeners. Um, and also we will have a downloadable PDF for you. Um, so please go ahead and grab that. We're going to give you some special um, tips that we did not go over today on this podcast or um, 
some tangible things that you can actually do. Um, so please grab that and download it. Please also like, comment, and share our podcast. We would love to be able to grow with you. So please, if you know a woman that's a mother, an entrepreneur, or both, please let them know about this podcast and um, share it. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for listening, everybody. Have a great day.